look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More Than Money with the Popowich Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy, on News Talk 770. Welcome back here with Dave and Faisal on News Talk 770. Faisal, we talk about travel lots. Lots of people travel in retirement. Absolutely. Um, sometimes you get perks or some people have perks. Some people don't have perks. Are the perks worth it? Do you, do you actually have a, like a loyalty program or a, a perks program that you actually work with besides your credit card? No. Like no, no hotel, no? No, I don't. Oh, me neither. I, I just don't see the value in it. Well, let's find out. Okay. Is there value, right? Cool. So, it's interesting. Anyways, I, this was an interesting article. Um, we've got two people joining us today, Scott Mar- uh, My- Marowitz. Scott Marowitz, uh, the Associated Press Digital Storytelling Editor for Business News. And we've got Candace Choi, Associated Press Food Industry Writer. So Scott, ha- Candace. So, so we have Scott with the perks. Yep. And Candace mm-hmm. has no perks. Yeah. Okay. And we're, we're going to walk you through that. Scott and Candace, welcome to the show. Hi there. Thanks for having us. Okay, so there's an interesting challenge done here. And, Candice, I don't know why you – would you lose this bet here or get the short straw? How did you get the no perks deal? <laughs> well, I got picked because I actually just naturally don't have any perks. And because I'm not uh, – I really don't like airplanes and don't travel a lot. Gotcha. So I got picked just because I don't have a lot of perks. So, general. Scott, Scott, you're the fancy man then, are you? Lots of travel. You like this stuff? <laughs> I used to spend, um, <laughs> until recently, I spent about six years covering the airline and travel industry, which meant living out of a suitcase and flying around the world. So um, I've learned the benefits and have made it my point to keep that status because <laughs> once you have it, you don't want to give it up. Yeah, you don't. Okay, so so this is the comparison. We've got uh, two people here. They're traveling, one with perks, one without perks. Scott's got the perks. Candace doesn't have the perks. Um, so let's start with Scott. Tell us a little bit about the uh, your, your experience with Perks, some of the highlights of the things you got. Sure. I mean, it starts at the airport where I skip lines to check bags. I get from the curb through security to my gate in under a few minutes, uh, sometimes seconds. I can wait in a lounge where there's free Wi-Fi, some drinks, maybe some snacks. Uh, I get to board the plane early. There's always room in the overhead bin. And uh, usually I get upgraded, which is nice. And car rental facilities, I skip the lines. When I get to a hotel, I can skip a line and usually get club access with some food again and drinks. And if I'm lucky, I get um, a better room. And then finally, if anything goes wrong, I have a priority phone number that I can call for hotels, car rental, airlines, and don't have to be on hold for hours on end. So can I ask you a question? Have you traveled with, I mean, you've had perks for a long time. Have you traveled without perks recently or missed some of those things? Are you able to sort of compare and contrast for your own experience? Because, Candace, I think you said you don't, you don't travel a lot, so you've never had the perks, right? That's right. Okay, so let's just even talk about getting through the line right at the beginning, the, TF, uh, the TSA uh, the checkpoint. What was your experience getting through it, Candace? Well, I watched Scott sail past, and, you know, he didn't have to wait at all. And I, it was actually an early morning flight, so there wasn't a huge line. But I still had to wait about 15 minutes to get through. 
Um, so yeah, it wasn't. It wouldn't have been bad if I had just gone by myself because I. It was actually a better experience than um, relatively relatively compared to other experiences I've had. But watching Scott kind of just sail through sort of underscores, you know, how much time he gets to save on those sort of things. And Scott, you were through, uh, I think, in a couple of minutes or less or something to that effect. Was that correct? Yeah, I was through in about 90 seconds, which um, is, is pretty good usually. Um, just to give you an example, the other day I flew from Toronto to New York, and I have global entry, so I got to use the global entry Nexus security lane at yep. Toronto Pearson Airport. I was through U.S. Customs in a few seconds and um, was down waiting in the lounge about Five minutes after, you know, I arrived and was ready to go through the airport. Yeah. So I'm a Nexus uh, and Global Pass holder, too. Yeah. So that, if, if we're counting that as a perk, then, yeah, I, I agree with that one. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I count it as a perk because okay. <laughs> it does get you TSA pre-check. Um, it, it's something you do have to pay for, but I think it's well worth the money. And I have a premium credit card that reimbursed me for the fee. So my entire family, including my two-year-old daughter, have Global Entry, um, and we're able to sail through. It's Scott, I, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to start telling everybody it's terrible and nobody should have it because if everybody got the Nexus card, we're all going to be in that lineup then, right? So it's terrible. I just want it for Scott and myself and our families. That's it. How's that? <laughs> so, so having watched and experienced that, Candice, would you pay for that? Um, you know, I, if I traveled more, I think I would. Um, but because I tend to avoid, um, you know, airplane travel, I think I'll, I'll stick with, you know, dealing with the lines when I have to. But if I did travel more, yeah, I think I would. I think that's what it sort of comes down to a little bit, right? Frequency. Yeah, it's, it's frequency because clearly if it's 15 minutes one time or 30 minutes one time versus, you know, 30 minutes I don't know, twice a month if you're doing a lot of traveling. That, that's a massive cost in terms of time and inconvenience, for sure. I agree. Okay, what about well, the... Uh, I, sorry, go ahead. I, I just want to add, though, for the infrequent traveler, there are some perks still for signing up, particularly car rental agencies. Oh, yeah. This is one that a lot of people overlook. If you're going to, let's say, Disney World on a holiday weekend, you might have to wait 40, 50 minutes with your kids screaming for that car rental. This is one you don't have to travel frequently. You just give them your credit card and your driver's license online register and you get to skip that line at the counter and that's one area where i feel like infrequent travelers are like look i'm never going to get upgraded i'm never going to get the lounges and you're probably not but there are still some benefits same with hotels you know you show up late at night and it, if you're a member even a low member you're at least not going to get that room next to the ice machine <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. There you go, Candace. Okay, that actually makes good sense, Scott. I didn't know that. That's uh, something I'm going to look into for sure. Let's talk about boarding the plane, your, your different experiences. So now it's time, you know, you've gotten through the security. Now it's time to board the plane. Scott, what was your experience, Candace? Can, and then sort of contrast that for us. I arrived at the gate. They had already started boarding, um, and there was a lane for me to just cut by the crowd. I got on. The jet bridge was empty. I think I was probably the sixth or seventh person on the plane. Threw my bag in an empty overhead bin. Sat down. Um, they offered me a beverage. I didn't need it, actually, but um, it was nice and easy. Candace. 
So, you know, I, I was actually in one of the last boarding groups, but, you know, being someone who doesn't have parks, I've sort of, you know, developed my own strategy for this um, to make sure that I get overhead space for my um, luggage. So, you know, you sort of hang by the front of the little um, gate, the boarding area, so that when they do call your group, you're at least the first among your group. Um, so that's my strategy with dealing with it and making sure that I do get space for my luggage, um, even if I am in the last uh, in the last group. Um, yeah, it is. It is a little. It's just a frustration that you have with waiting for you know watching everyone else board before you. Um, but the flip side is that do you really want to be sitting on the plane for that long while everyone else boards, or do you want to kind of be the last person to board so you minimize your time on the plane? Did did either of you check a bag or was it both carry on both carry on baggage? Both carry on. Both carry on. Yeah. Okay, I, yeah. I I try to avoid checking at all costs. <laughs> and it's not so much about money, but it's the time and getting your bag back if it's lost. Um, unless I'm traveling with my toddler, going skiing, or you know, a really long trip. <laughs> Don't yeah. you find that the overhead compartments are still the same size, but the suitcases that go in them now are bigger and bigger? It's amazing. <laughs> People are bringing their whole no. wardrobe and trying to put it in that one little cube, <laughs> little cube up above them. It doesn't fit. It's like, just check the bag. Check the bag. <laughs> yeah, that's unbelievable. Okay, so let's maybe just sum this up um, in, in a minute or less. Candice, I'd like your, uh, your summation of this. Is there anything that you experienced seeing what Scott received in his experience traveling I think you guys were going to Orlando versus yours, that you would pay for as perhaps an infrequent traveler? I think just, you know, getting through the security check line, um, maybe that is something that I am considering, um, it, you know. Um, but one other thing that we haven't talked about is that I was amazed by how much free food comes with perks. Um, Scott was just getting food every step of the way. <laughs> and for me, um, that's, I mean, like, I, I think a lot of people appreciate that but for myself especially for such short flights um i don't really need um to be eating you know multiple breakfasts or whatever um just because it's there so that's one of the things that i actually saw that scott gets that i said i definitely do not need that actually yeah i think that's uh <laughs> that's an interesting comment you bet maybe on a long haul flight uh your opinion changes a little bit i want to thank you both for joining us today thanks so okay. much We've been joined by Scott Marowitz and uh, Candace Choi, both with the Associated Press, although different divisions, and a really interesting article and a neat experience to compare and contrast the <laughs> the perks versus the non-perks. And uh, there's definitely some things we got to think about. I got to think about. Don't get the Nexus card, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't want you in the same lineup with me. I know. I have the paperwork on there. I just, just resist no, doing it. Don't do it. I'm going to do it now. <laughs> no. Yes. Okay. Listen, we've got an upcoming because we're travel is a big part of everybody's retirement. It, right? it is. It's you know everybody that I speak to have some sort of. Tra- traveling or some sort of exposure they want to have in their retirement. They really want to enjoy their lifestyles, what they're basically saying. And so how do you bulletproof that that lifestyle? How do you make sure you profit and protect in volatile markets? We're going to talk about that on Monday, June 19th, 7 p.m. at the Oak Ridge Co-op Wine and Spirits. This is a Monday session. We normally do it on Tuesday, but this one on Monday, you have to give us a call to reserve, to reserve your seats, 966-8400. That's 966-8400. Or go to our website to register at morethanmoneyradio.com. Okay, and remember, anything that we've talked about today in our past segments, you can get access to at morethanmoneyradio.com in the archives, or you can have them delivered directly uh, to you by searching for More Than Money, in brackets, CHQR, on iTunes or in your favorite podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of More Than Money on News Talk 770.
David Popovich and Faisal Carmeli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodgundy in Calgary. The views of David Popovich and Faisal Carmeli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodgundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodgundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. David Popovich and Faisal Carmeli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodgundy in Calgary. The views of David Popovich and Faisal Carmeli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodgundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodgundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada.